sounds that meet our ears The sights our eyes behold We'll open up our merging hearts And feed our empty soul I believe when I fall in love with you It will be forever I believe when I fall in love
Trap volume. You heard it I ever die. Don't hesitate. Don't pick out which doors down. Don't pick out which doors down. The guys step right up, step right up, step right up. As Roddy flays the chowsers and dices and slices and never stops. Last a lifetime, moves your long. Pick up a kiss from school. Delivers a piece that lengthens. And it strengthens. And it finds that slip of the bed at large under the chase lounge for several weeks. Plays a mean rhythm master. Makes excuses for unwanted lipstick on your collar. And it's only dialing out of this rattle. Ointment or suppository, it actually shrinks hemorrhoids without surgery. Yeah, the You tired of being life of the party, but change your shorts, change your life, change into a nine-year-old Hindu boy, get rid of your wife, and it walks your dog. And it doubles on facts, you can jump back, Jack, jump back, Jack. See you later, alligator, see you later, alligator, and it steals your car. He's rid of your gambling debts. His newest improved is old fashioned, and never needs a winding, never needs a winding, never needs a winding. It's effective and it's defective. It creates household odors. Yeah, Sanitize for your protection. It gives you an erection. It wins the election. So why put up with painful coins any longer? It's a redeemable coupon. No sales move to visit your home. I got a jackpot. 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 Prizes. 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 I would guarantee. I do. We do it. 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 We need your business. I was going out of business. Get on the business and we are going out of business, say. And receive our free brochure. Zero. Yeah, zero. Please allow 30 days for delivery. Terms available. Your credit is good. Vets no down. For a nominal service charge. Batteries not included. Guys, zero. Call zero. Mosey Rattle, Yazzie Rattle, it's the large prince giveth and the small prince taketh away. Mosey Rattle, Yazzie Rattle, I said, oh, get away from me, kids, you bother me. Mosey Rattle, Mosey Rattle, Rattle.
Dreams are vanity fair. 
Jason Savadagar, local 320 at KHJ. On the real down steel show on a super Saturday afternoon, speeding away through Four men on a search. Each man different. Living his own way. Searching. Discovering numero. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere fun. every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. 
You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak sailing. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Barn Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Yeah, it goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. 
Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Coming at these bitches and all these snitches, hitting switches, going back to riches. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com So you want to be a comic? It's not as easy as we make it look. But that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, 6 to 8, on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew. Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother. After work and take a seat at Asiento, a great place to meet friends, have delicious tapas and drinks, and relax with your neighbors. Located at Bryant and 21st Street in the Deep Mission, Kitty Corner Block from Mutiny Radio. Come and get a drink during the comedy festival and enjoy happy hour pricing all night long with your festival ticket. A great neighborhood bar. Come take a seat at Asiento. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
everybody, and welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman. Today happens to be Thursday, September 9th, recording a day early today. Uh, I'll be out tomorrow, but I wanted to uh, share some news and music with you all today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Start off with some music as we always do, 100,000 Fireflies by The Magnetic Fields, uh, followed by Aquarius, Let the Sun Shine In by The Fifth Dimension. And played those songs because uh, one of the singers from The Magnetic Fields... Uh, Susan Anway passed away recently, and for um, Aquarius, Let the Sun Shine In, which is such a, just amazing song, uh, there's a great documentary that I encourage folks to see if you haven't already called uh, Summer of Soul that is on Hulu, and uh, it's so, just so good. I don't have the right words for it, but just highly, highly recommend checking that out. And that was one of the performances, uh, the Fifth Dimension were one of the bands that were featured in that documentary and such a good great song um just feeling like ugh, uh it i mean that song almost seems uh like the opposite of uh all that's happening right now there's so much death and um just personally i've known a lot of folks who have lost people very recently like three people who've lost their parents though so wanting to honor them um recently that is Elaine and Jim and Don, um, folks who should still be here, and uh, it just seems so backwards that uh, we live in a world where so many people who have spent their time helping people are not here, yet uh, folks like Henry Kissinger are still alive, Rupert Murdoch and uh, Charles Koch, and like all these you know, war profiteers and people who have used their time on this planet to make things more difficult people and have uh, promoted a lot of hate and bigotry and cruelty and death and it just seems so backwards and I say that on the show all the time it just feels so disturbing it's what we're, we're living in and also for Diana Debra who recently passed away um, far too young and uh, it was just uh, it's have weird when you have like memories of people and it's like maybe only in passing, but just like a kind of essence or uh, kindness that they bring. Diane brought that. And also a sense of humor. And it's just, it feels so, uh, just really sad. So that's kind of where I'm at right now mentally. Um, we'll be sharing some news stories of things that are happening, some things that are pretty egregious. Um, this because it's important just to have an understanding of what is happening in the world and how we can push back against it to create a more equitable world where everyone uh, can feel safe. <laughs> it seems so far from the world that we're living in though right now, especially now. But I think it's it's possible. It's definitely possible. It's just a matter of what can be done to get us there. So we're broadcasting from Mutiny Radio. We're on Ramatouche Ohlone land, and for more information, go to ramatouche.org, and that's R-A-M-A-Y-T-U-S-H.org. You can donate, as well as learn about the history. And we also have a land acknowledgement tab on our page at weeklyrev.org with uh, more links as well. Please do check out those sites. So I'm going to start off with an article that, uh, I mean, every day there's another reason to dislike cops, right? Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Um, I'm one of those people who I would love to be wrong. I would love to be like, oh, wait, I've been wrong about this this entire thing, and I would hope that I would be like, oh, okay, let me 
you know, unpack my beliefs and everything and uh, apologize for being wrong. And in this case, uh, every day I just like this, living with this militarized police force. Also another great um, documentary I wanted to recommend is called Roller Dreams. And that's also, I'm going to make sure I'm saying that correctly. That was also on Hulu. And it was about roller skating on Venice Beach in like the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, Roller Dreams. It's on uh, Hulu as well. And it was just really well done. And, um, you know, every time something's going well, it seems like uh, militarization of police seems to be one thing that prevents um, positive things from continuing to happen. And just also, I mean, not just that, but also the greed and white supremacy and the idea of gentrification and folks coming over and taking over land and kicking people out and trying to profit off that it's just it's so fucking sickening this is an article that came out on september 8th um from san levin from the guardian uk and there's also a lot of pushback against the guardian um because they're fucking transphobic as hell so i did want to also comment on that um this story aside um says uh Title revealed, LAPD officers told to collect social media data on every civilian they stop. That sounds totally normal, right? <sighs> An internal police chief memo shows employees were directed to use field interview cards, which would then be reviewed. And again, it's like, who are, who are giving them these orders? I have a good friend who has reminded me um, it's important to focus one's anger and rage against the folks who are telling the cops what to do in the first place and are hiring them and are funding them. <sighs> the Los Angeles Police Department has directed its officers to collect the social media information of every civilian they interview, including individuals who are not arrested or accused of a crime, according to records shared with The Guardian. Copies of the field interview cards that police complete when they question civilians reveal that LAPD officers are instructed to record a civilian's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and other social media accounts alongside basic biographical information. An internal memo further shows that the police chief, Mike, uh, Michael Moore, uh, but not the Michael Moore, this is a Michael without the A in, his, in the first name, uh, told employees that it was critical to collect the data for use in quote-unquote investigations, arrests, and prosecutions, and warned that supervisors would review cards to ensure they were complete. Um, how about we uh, review uh, police's? How about their uh, social media? When they're, I mean, it, <sighs> let me continue. The documents, which were obtained by the not-for-profit organization, the Brennan Center for Justice, have raised concerns about civil liberties and the potential for mass surveillance of civilians without justification. There are real dangers about police having all of this social media identifying information at their fingertips, said Rachel Levinson Waldman, deputy director at the Brennan Center, noting that the information was probably stored in a database that could be used for a wide range of purposes. The Brennan Center conducted a review of 40 other police agencies in the U.S., and was able to find another department that required social media collection on interview cards, though many have not publicly disclosed copies of the cards. The organization also obtained records about the LAPD's social media surveillance technologies, which have raised questions about the monitoring of activist groups, including Black Lives Matter. In 2015, the department added social media accounts as a line on the physical field interview cards, according to a newly unearthed memo from the previous LAPD chief, Charlie Beck. Similar to a nickname or an alias, a person's online persona or identity used for social media can be highly beneficial to investigations, he wrote. Meanwhile, 
like neo-nazis are like flooding the internet with all their fucking hate and and violence if they actually fucking cared about you know protecting people they would they would you know know who to go after while the social media collection has gone largely unnoticed, the LAPD's use of field interview cards has prompted controversy. Last October, prosecutors filed criminal charges against three officers in the LAPD's Metro Division, accusing them of using the cards to falsely label civilians as gang members after stopping them. That unit also has a history of stopping black drivers at disproportionately high rates, and according to the LA Times, has more frequently filled out cards for black and Latino residents they stopped. Meanwhile, more than half of the civilians stopped by Metro officers and documented in the cards were not arrested or cited, the Times reported. The fact that a department under scrutiny for racial profiling was also engaged in broad-scale social media account collection is troubling, said Levinson Waldman. Furthermore, when police obtain social media usernames, it opens the doors, door for officers to monitor an individual's connections and quote-unquote friends online, creating additional privacy concerns. It allows for a huge expansion of network surveillance, said Levinson Waldman, noting how police and prosecutors have previously used Facebook photos and likes to make dubious or false allegations of criminal gang activity. Hamid Khan of the Stop LAPD Spying Coalition noted that the LAPD also shares data with federal law enforcement agencies through fusion centers and has previously used predictive policing technologies that rely on data collected by officers in the field and which can criminalize communities of color. This is like stop and frisk, he said, of the use of field interview cards. And this is happening with the clear goal of surveillance. The LAPD, he noted, has allowed officers to pose undercover to investigate groups, meaning officers can create fake social, social media accounts to infiltrate groups. Oy. Dr. Melina Abdullah, co-founder of Black Lives Matter LA, said she had long suspected the LAPD conducted targeted tracking of specific groups or individual accounts, but was surprised to learn of the default collection of this information in everyday encounters. She fears this could be part of a massive surveillance operation. The copies of the cards obtained by the Brennan Center also revealed that police are instructed to ask civilians for their social security numbers, whoa, and are advised to tell interviewees that it must be provided under federal law. Kathleen Kim, a Loyola law professor and immigrants' rights expert who previously served on the LA Police Commission, said she was not aware of any law requiring individuals to disclose social security numbers to local police. And she said she was shocked to learn about the social security section on the cards, noting that it was so antithetical to the department's own policies, and clearly violated the spirit of sanctuary laws, which are supposed to prevent officers from asking civilians their immigration status. The LAPD had previously taken steps to ensure it was not requesting place of birth information to improve trust with undocumented communities, she said. The LAPD told The Guardian on Tuesday that the field interview card policy was being updated but declined to provide further details. The revelations of broad social media data collection also raised concerns about how police monitor activists. The Brennan Center obtained LAPD documents related to Geofedia, a private social media monitoring firm that partners with law enforcement and has previously marketed itself as a tool to monitor BLM protests. One internal document, which is updated, oh, excuse me, which is undated, but appeared to be several years old, listed the keywords and hashtags that the LAPD appeared to be monitoring throughout Geofedia, and they were almost exclusively related to Black Lives Matter and similar leftist protests. 
It included hashtag BLMLA, hashtag say her name, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice, hashtag fuck Donald Trump, and the names of people killed by LA police that prompted major protests. The list did not include any hashtags for right-wing demonstrations and far-right movements, which have grown increasingly violent in recent years in the region. The context in which these search terms were used is unclear from the records provided, and the LAPD did not respond to questions. The city attorney's office said the LAPD stopped using Geofedia around 2017 and that the agency did not have a current list of keywords for social media monitoring. Abdullah, who helped organize around many of the hashtags the LAPD was monitoring, noted that BLM's actions were nonviolent. They're following black protesters who are organizing to stop violence and saying, stop killing us. And, uh, and, are, and are they turning a blind eye to those who are actually violent, the white supremacist organizations that are growing in number? In a 2016 memo to LAPD included in the records, another social media tracking company, Data Miner, and that's, data, that's a miner without the E, listed under success stories, it's tracking of a BLMLA protest outside a jail, saying the firm uncovered the first images of people at the protest, as well as its tracking of a protest featuring a giant blow-up statue of Trump. The local news site, LA Taco, reported last week that LAPD has used data miner to monitor last year's BLM protests for George Floyd. Jacinta Gonzalez, uh, an organizer with the advocacy group Mijente, and Jacinta's been a guest on the show um, um, a few years ago, um, said the LAPD records appeared to fill a pattern of how police in America respond to protest organizations. There was a long history of law enforcement using surveillance, whether in person or through digital technologies, to attack black and Latino movements fighting for racial justice. The Brennan Center's records further revealed the LAPD is now seeking to use technology from a new company, Media Sonar, which also attracts social media for police. Fuck them. And if you're working for any of these companies, go seriously quit your job. That's the, that's the best case scenario. I mean, just leave. In the 2021 budget, the LAPD allotted $73,000 to purchase media sonar software to help the department address a potential threat or incident before it, its occurrence. The extent of the LAPD's media sonar use is unclear, but the company's communications with the LAPD have raised questions. In one message, the firm said its services can be used to stay on top of drug-slash-gang-slash-weapon-slang keywords and hashtags, Levinson Waldman said. He feared the company or police would misinterpret quote-unquote slang or lack proper context on local groups and language, and she noted research showing that online threats made by gang-affiliated groups largely don't escalate to violence. Media Sonar also told the LAPD it's, it offers pre-built keyword groups to help jumpstart implementation of threat models and helps police cast a wide net. Ugh. The firm also said it would provide a full digital snapshot of an individual's online presence, including all related personas and connections. The messages from Media Sonar suggested that the department needed significant safeguards to ensure that keywords didn't dis disparately target marginalized communities and checks to ensure the data was accurate, Levinson Waldman said. Records show that the LAPD has requested federal funding for Media Sonar for quote unquote terrorism prevention. Aren't the police the ones who are going around killing people? All right. Ugh, but some advocates are concerned it would be used for protests. In March, Excuse me. 
In March, a city council report analyzing LAPD's response to BLM protests recommended the department purchase software to analyze social media content. Media Sonar did not respond to inquiries about its relationship with the LAPD. The LAPD did not respond to requests for comment about Media Sonar. Oof. So again, this article is from uh, Sam Levin from The Guardian UK, and we'll be posting a link to this on our website over at weeklyrev.org. I'm going to sip some water, uh, rest my voice a bit, and let's listen to some more music. So this is a song called Galacticana by Strand of Oaks. I believe. 